Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the head table. Here we are, episode five. It's the wedding podcast. Cue wedding bells. Speaking of which, last night, Josh and I were laying in bed, and I started singing going to the chapel oh yeah and he was like why are you singing a christmas song it's not a christmas song (laughs) so today we have a very special guest with us we have mr popkin the hottest guest we've ever had no (laughs) offense to all past guests (laughs) you're a little biased no not at all so today we are going to do a little bit of a recap of Allie and Joe's wedding, which was this past weekend. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. A little recap of that, what it's kind of like to be a COVID bride Blech. <laughs> and all the fun stuff. But to start off, what are we all drinking here? Uh, what did you bring us? We are. Mare always brings me goodies. I, always I feel bring like me drinks. She I supply the party. Oh, we're a little bit step up from the Andre this Only week because. We were out of the rest. Okay. We're drinking Corbell. Yeah. It was a good, you know, $15 Extra champagne. dry California champagne with... going to pass, but the mimosas looked too good to pass Yes. On. We added a little bit of pomegranate juice. Oh, yeah. And then... I've never done that before. Get that antioxidants superpower in there. Is that what you're going for or is it just for taste? <laughs> I'm like, do you really look for that? <laughs> So at this point, we would usually do like a life catch up, but yeah. your life has just been the wedding. Yeah. So we're just going to take a very quick break to hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll come back and talk all things wedding. Head Table Talk is sponsored by MC Brow and Lash Studio, a Des Moines-based studio. MC Brow and Lash provides services like keratin lash lift, and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and wanna roll out of bed and look like a normal human, I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and we're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the keratin lash lift and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes, so if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment and you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. Take us back. It's July 4th, 2019. Oh. Joe gr- gets down on one knee. What do you envision your engagement journey and wedding planning to look like? I mean, I planned quickly. I feel like being in the wedding industry, I knew what I wanted. Plus, I've always thought about stuff like that. Um, I wanted it, you know, to go smoothly obviously wanted to get married on the date that we had set which originally was uh august no april 4th (laughs) oh my brain april 4th um so i expected to get everything done have your bridal shower your bachelorette party and get married and then go on a honeymoon right it was a good time frame for what was like eight months or whatever after we were engaged that we were planning and we had you you had 99 percent of the plan (laughs) knowing all the vendors was I mean, super easy for you to get in contact yeah. with everybody, and it just went so smooth for for you to get all that done. It was 
easiest thing for me in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that day like? You, I know you love fireworks. Oh, so I that's do. when Joe proposed. Yes. But take us to the morning. What was your plan for the whole day, Joe? Oh, man. It really wasn't <clears throat> that much of a plan. <laughs> I, I, no, yeah. The... Just uh, the box that the ring was in, though, was so big that I couldn't just carry it around. Like, it would have been so obvious. So I just had a loose ring in my pocket all day, which was... Terrifying. Yes, that was the most nerve-wracking part of the whole day. Like, I wasn't nervous to ask her to marry me at all, but I had my hand in my pocket all day long, just, like, double, triple checking (laughs) to make sure the ring didn't fall out. And it was just... It was the middle of summer, so I just had a pair of shorts with a small pocket in them that could have it could have fallen out all day did you like check before to make sure there were no holes like yes. in the pockets oh, yeah. it wasn't they're, like they're brand the new lining. pair of shorts and i ch- <laughs> checked a thousand times yeah and Allie, were you were you sus at all oh yeah day? because well one i love fireworks so i had kind of thought you know this would be a good time for him to propose especially because we were going to our friend's lake house the next day and so we could tell everybody and celebrate with everybody. But I didn't know for sure. He did tell me that I should. I said I couldn't find anything to wear. And he was like, well, why don't you go look for a dress or something? And I thought that was strange that he was encouraging me to go to Target. Um, because it's normally the opposite. But we <laughs> didn't really have much of a plan. We went to the farmer's market. And then we went to or the farmer's market over... Valley Junction. Junction. Mm-hmm. Listen to some live music. But again, he didn't have a ring box with him. Were you checking his pockets, like looking? I did look once. Um, but then he was acting funny at the farmer's market, like his brain wasn't there. So Were I, you planning on proposing at the fireworks the whole day? Or yes. were you okay. So but you weren't like we thinking knew that, to I knew do that it. we weren't going home, so I didn't oh, really okay. know like okay. I didn't know where to put the ring or the box or anything, so I just had to have it on me all day. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So then we, I had, I don't know why, but at the farmer's market, I asked him when my birthday was just randomly and he <laughs> didn't know the date and he, my do, brain was so... he does know when my yeah, birthday is, yeah. but I was like, what is wrong with you? Like his brain wasn't working. <laughs> that's how, ner- oh, that's so sweet though. I yeah. was so locked in yeah. to one thing that my brain was not on anything else. Right. So then on the drive down there he was acting funny too i don't i didn't know what was up but then we got there and to 300 yep mm-hmm. and which is a rooftop bar in des moines for right. those who don't live in des moines yeah and it was just us um which is what i had always wanted i didn't want like a big grand anything um so i thought maybe but then again i didn't see a ring box or anything so i thought maybe not um but at, during the finale I could tell that he was looking a little nervous, and I feel like I kind of give you like the eyes, like, go ahead. So, it's five minutes before the fireworks start. How nervous are you? Like, you keep looking at the time, like knowing they're gonna start soon. At that point, I really wasn't all that nervous because then it was the only nervous part was carrying the ring all day. Right. I wasn't so you nervous. Had I was there. not very nervous to ask her. So oh. the nerves were basically up, and then it just ended up being a perfect scenario where. Some people happened to be taking photos of the fireworks, and we just got into their photos, and they took a couple extra for us, and they um, they just sent us the photos, which was really cool. Yeah. That's so cute. So yeah. you have photos of the moment. Right. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. I'll have to put them up on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 
absolutely should. Yeah, but it looks like he planned something, but he definitely didn't. I mean... You asked if Allie expected it, but it was two months before that. Every time we went out the house, it was like she was <laughs> expecting it. If we went to more than McDonald's, she was looking around the corner oh checking if I had a ring or anything else was going on she was expecting not expecting but just excited for it. yeah like maybe it's it right now be. so yeah. so i think and no matter what we did i think she was gonna think maybe it's now yeah that's true oh my god i was ready yeah i totally knew the whole time when josh was proposing really yeah i knew every detail yeah like he he claims i didn't know but i absolutely 100 percent knew yeah we'll have to go over that yeah we'll do another wedding recap after my wedding oh yeah Okay, so we kind of already talked about this. Um, as a wedding photographer, how was the planning process? Because, you know, we've seen so many different ideas, so many different trends, so many different themes and styles and colors. Right. What did it look like? Did you kind of have an idea in your mind before? For sure. I really wanted it to be timeless. Um, that's kind of what I went for for the whole thing. So black tuxedos. Um, I went with a slate blue that would look pretty with it. Just, I wanted it to look more elegant. Um, wasn't a huge fan of the rustic style for me. So, especially once we found our venue, which was more industrial, um, open space, you could kind of do whatever you wanted with it. So yeah, once we found the venue and it was that industrial open space, we could kind of do whatever we wanted with it, which was really, really nice. Um, how many and, candles did you end up buying? Do you oh, have a count? Oh, I don't have a count anymore. I kind of just acquired H hundreds. them. Hundreds, yeah. I kind of just acquired them over the over the year. Um, I'd say probably 300 candles. Yeah, we have a lot. Amazing. Yeah, I didn't want to do anything too fancy. Not fancy. I don't know what the word is. I didn't, Extravagant. Yeah, I wanted it to be simple and romantic. And I wanted to look back on the photos and not be like, oh, that was so 2020. I wanted it to look like that could have been right. years ago or in the future. So fast forward now. Yeah. It's March, 2020. Oh. When do you get the feeling that you're going to have to postpone? And what does that decision look like between the two of you? So our bachelor bachelorette party was the weekend of March 16th, right? Yes. Sounds right. Yeah. And the week leading up to that, I was so anxious because people were worried about coming to the bachelorette party. People were worrying about a party bus and things like that. We ended up having to cancel the party bus and we ended the girls anyway ended up just staying in and having more of a low key night. Um, but then when we were they were all leaving that Sunday, they were like, I don't know when I'll see you next, joking about the pandemic and I was like guys I'm right here getting married in two weeks um, joking along with them but it was that night when everything kind of was up in the air that Joe and I had a conversation um, down in the basement about what what are we gonna do and we were like well we just gotta wait and see and then the next day is when everything shut down so did your venue like close and like kind of force you to pick a second date or did you just decide that you on know, your own? All the vendors were so open to like getting it replanned right away because they're out all the money too. Like they couldn't just cancel stuff. So they were really quick and on top 
with getting with the bar, getting with the vendor or the caterers, getting with everybody just to find a good date that rescheduling was like the number one priority. And that happened so fast that it was just kind of like, okay, now we have to wait because we have a future date. We just kind of have to see what happens. Right. It was, <clears throat> it was almost like it got better. It got better once we knew for sure. It was the up there, in the there air There was a couple stuff. days where we were like, we don't know what we're doing. That Those days were the worst. Especially. When we decided that we were rescheduling, that was a lot more, we felt a lot better after that. And I'm like, it sucked that we were two weeks out, but I'm also thankful that we weren't like, a month out or two months because it would have been a wait and see type of game still like who knows and now knowing where the pandemic was i mean it was questionable that we were even going to have it this past weekend so really thankful that we got it rescheduled so quickly but then this whole planning process up until this point has been anxiety fueled because of that feeling of well we don't know if this is actually going to happen or not so what feelings go through your mind because you know you've been planning this for eight months you know a lot of young women dream about their wedding day and the planning process and how it all goes and how do you just feel having that kind of ripped away from you almost I feel like I did better once I knew that we had to move things. I kind of got into a mode of like, put my feelings aside and let's just like make a plan. Um, And one night Joe had said to me like, that I feel bad, you deserve the wedding that you have wanted and that we have wanted. And so there was a sadness there. Um, But then it got to the point where it was kind of like, we had our living room wedding which we'll talk about but I was just like I wish we could have just done that for a little bit you know because the anxiety leading up to this next wedding was so much um and not knowing if people would still be as excited even though we because we were already married there was just lots of feelings there poor Joe that had to deal with (laughs) all of that but it ended up being being just perfect so yeah so COVID brides are kind of there's a lot of options that people are doing. Some people are doing like a small ceremony mm-hmm. like you guys did close to their original date. Some people are just postponing all of it to next year. So what made you decide doing a living room wedding in March and then doing the bigger wedding? It really later? was a no brainer for us. We yeah. just said we didn't want to wait to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, with like the not knowing part was tough, but we did that reschedule. or we planned that so quickly. Her sister was so helpful. Anna got ordained on a Monday and we got married <laughs> on a Wednesday. Right. From in our living room with 10 people and her sister was the officiant. So it just was, there wasn't really a whole lot of time to be sad because it happened all so quick. Um, and, and, then and, we and st- it was perfect. Yeah. And then we still got the excitement of being married. And then it was like, well, let's say this October wedding wasn't going to happen, like couldn't happen. At least we were still married. So it was just an easy decision. Mm -hmm. And for us, it's been way more about the the marriage than it has been about the wedding. Like I've dreamt of my wedding for forever, but I've dreamt more about my marriage. Right, because your wedding is just one day. Like it's fun and it's, you know so special to be able to share and celebrate your love with everybody right. that you love but right. yeah it is about about the marriage 
So tickets to the day that you got married in your living room. Oh, what yeah. was that like? Well, we hung out. Joe worked all day um, <laughs> from home, and I did some editing and stuff and got the living room all set up. And then at some point, I s- kissed him goodbye, and I said, I'm going upstairs, and I'm going to get ready. And I did my makeup and hair upstairs, and Joe got ready downstairs. And one- at one point, he needed help with his buttons, so I made him close his eyes because um, my hair and makeup was already done. So... I helped him with I'm his just buttons downstairs. Like the Parks and Rec episode oh, where yeah. like Ben and Leslie get married in City Hall and they're like, the eagle is entering. Yes. And they're like back to back. Exactly. And then luckily, I mean, you helped out. We Meredith was the one that came and took photos for us on such short notice and in such crazy times. Like everybody was scared to be near anybody, so it was really wonderful that you were able to be there. I mean, it was a no brainer. Like when you asked me, I was like absolutely well, there's no yeah the no the word no never entered my mind well we, we appreciate it and mm-hmm. then family got here we had some friends cancel which was fine because they weren't feeling great and um so it ended up being smaller than we expected and yeah it was gorgeous you, you still had all the candles oh yeah like you told me you had kind of gone for the feeling of Chandler and Monica's engagement. And oh, yeah. That's what entered my mind when I walked into the space. I'm a huge Friends fan. Yeah. Friends fan as well. And it was yeah. so sweet. I wanted it to feel, I don't know, magical a little bit, if that sounds dumb, but romantic and simple and very us. We don't have a, <clears throat> sorry, we don't have a ton of furniture in there, but moving all the stuff out there, it felt really big and open. The space felt really, really cool. It didn't feel like a living room space. It was it was really, really nice. That was the first time that I was ever in your house. <laughs> and yeah, it did. You it, were probably like, what is their house like normally? It, I was. I was like, I can't wait to come back and see what it actually looks like. But no, it did. It was, you did such a good job with the space. Yeah, you Thank had you. like chairs on both sides and you have a big window yeah. on the east side well, of I'll your to, living room. I'll post a picture of this yeah, too. Yeah, so that was a beautiful backdrop. Yeah, and it was wonderful. And my niece was our flower girl and my nephews were our ring bearers and my sister did the ceremony and we had both of our parents there. So it ended up being very special and intimate. And then at the end we popped confetti and that was really cool. And then we ended up just, everybody stuck around for a glass of champagne, and then they left, and right after they left, the candles were all still lit, so we put on our song, and we danced in our living oh room. Oh my gosh. And That's did so our first sweet. dance in, with all the candles, and then got in our sweatpants and watched Criminal Minds. And <laughs> so are you going to watch Criminal Minds on every anniversary now? Oh, we should. <laughs> We get two now, so yeah. Wedding anniversary and marriage anniversary. Yeah, so. are you gonna celebrate the both of them? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. This year has given us that right. I feel like. Oh, absolutely, and I feel like your friend post. I don't remember which one it was posted it so perfectly. Like, if there's anybody that deserves to get married to each other twice, it's you guys. Like, you're so freaking cute. high five. <laughs> oh yeah. So, what were the feelings between like the? months leading up to your October wedding because you're already married legally and right you already did wedding number one and we then we never spent that much time together because we were quarantined basically right. and we got married and then we got to spend 
a six-month honeymoon, basically, right. in, our, in our house together. And we got to see each other more often than we ever got to see each other before, which was incredible. Yeah, it was really wonderful. Like, people joke about it being hard, and I'm sure it is really hard for some couples, but luckily we were really blessed and that we communicate well and we truly are just, like, friends. Like, we laugh more than anything in this house, I feel like. So it ended up being really great. The The hardest things were, like other people's opinions about the wedding right you know like what should we do should we cancel um because we were already married so, so should we just cancel it and see if we can get our money back which wouldn't be i mean as a wedding vendor i would hate to ask people to do that for me um and we also were like should we postpone again and we didn't want to do that because then we're just stuck in this limbo state for forever right. and Eventually, we'd like to have babies and do all of that fun stuff. So it was kind of like, well, unless the law is telling us that we can't have it, we're going to have it. And then if people are comfortable enough to come, they can. If they're not, that's fine. And it ended up being... Yeah, we decided that pretty early. Yeah. And then since... We were only a couple weeks out. We had 99% of it planned. Mm-hmm, so there right. was just a lot of waiting. It yeah. Just... The only um, shitty thing was getting people to re-RSVP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard enough getting them to RSVP one time yeah. and then asking them to do it a And it's, time. it's hard because people don't know right now. Like, we had people cancel the day of the wedding and... People you're... wanted to wait to know what the COVID situation was right. like closer and we're just like... Well, we kind of need to know. But like, if, if we if didn't like know how many people are coming for food. <laughs> I know. But if we were in that situation too, I feel like I would be like, well, we should wait to see closer to that person's wedding, so-and-so's wedding too. Right. So we, like if somebody we totally up, understand. Yeah. And if somebody wakes up on a day and has like a scratchy yeah. throat, then they're not going to come. So that's what we told them. We said, don't come if you are feeling sick or if you have been in contact with people. And... When I first got to the reception, I actually thought there wasn't as many people as I thought there was going to be, but it ended up being just perfect, like full dance floor the whole oh, I time. didn't even look at that. I didn't even know. I never noticed. The tables? I didn't look when we got there and I didn't, but once we started dancing, most of the tables were full. I, th- I think all of them were, weren't they? I don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> it was such a blur, but like a, an amazing blur. I highly recommend getting married and then having a wedding. <laughs> like, I feel like we got the best of both worlds. Yeah, some people asked me, what did we miss out on by having a COVID wedding? But I think we got... We gained. We had two weddings. It was doubled. And our second wedding, there was zero pressure because we were already married. Right. So it was just a party. It was a true, great celebration. It was, right. it was perfect. Yeah, I agree. I said to my sister, I said... Um, Because she said, is it the best day of your life? And I said, or this last wedding. Right. And I said, it's tied with the living room marriage. And she was like, it's fine. Because she was the one that married us. She was (laughs) like, you can say that this is the best day of your life. And I said, no, truly, it's, it's tied. Because the living room marriage had that feeling of like, holy cow, we're married. Like, this is huge. And where this one didn't have that feeling of like, my life's changed all of a sudden. It just had this feeling of like pure happiness. I don't know, to finally be able to celebrate. Yeah, it was strange this last weekend when people said something like, it's nice for you to have joined the family. Right. Where I was like, I didn't 
feel that because obviously yeah. you were part of the family right before. exactly like we've been married <clears throat> for over six months now i don't want to speak for you guys but i almost feel like having those two weddings is great because the first wedding you can truly do what makes you guys a couple right like being able to like watch criminal minds together mm-hmm. at night and then your second wedding can like obviously it's still about the two of you but it's getting the chance to be able to celebrate with everybody that right. you love and yeah. everybody who's been there to support you throughout your whole journey so yeah being able you make me want to have a living room wedding it was Which, amazing i didn't really think about it that way but yeah we definitely got to put more of ourselves in the wedding by having two of them and both sure. of them we were talking how it was so cool that we got we got a bunch of one-on-one time, which I was not expecting to get in our second wedding mm-hmm. um, because we really there wasn't did. as many things to do and we weren't so pressured to do all of the traditional wedding things because we had already been married. So having a lot of that one-on-one time during the day was really awesome. So take us to this last Friday. What was the day like? You wake up and you're like, we're getting married again. Yeah, I got up early. I... um. I got up early and I left. I took his your ring off of your finger while he was sleeping. Well, I woke him up and I scared oh the shit out of him. But <laughs> yeah, then I took it and then cuz I needed it for photos and then I went and didn't see him cuz we got ready at like 7, but I went and picked up Starbucks and did some stuff before that. So I was up early. Plus I can never sleep before any big event. So and then we Both got ready in separate locations and then had our first look, which I didn't think we were going to do. But since we, this is a thing worth the living room wedding where I didn't see him until I walked down our makeshift aisle here in the living room, um, that I felt okay with doing a first look so that we could get all the photos done prior in order to party afterwards and not have to worry about it. We were actually going to do more photos after the ceremony, but I said never mind because I was just too excited to be just done with all of that stuff and be able to celebrate. So people might want to know, as a photographer, yeah. who took your photos? My associates, the incredible Megan and Susan of Rush Street Photography. They're amazing, and they took the photos, and they handed me the SD cards at the end of the night and said that I went to put them in my pockets that were in my dress, and then Megan said, no, no, never mind. I'll take those no. home with me and I'll drop them off tomorrow. So she dropped them off the next day and I've been able to edit a few of the photos, but resisting editing more because I have client galleries to get done first. From what I've seen though, they're gorgeous. Thank you. They Thank turned you. out great. Megan. They did. Susan did so great. They did so great. Yeah. And you had a videographer there uh, as well. Graphic films. No, graphic formation films. Sorry. <laughs> it's a mouthful. My brain. Um, yeah, and they were incredible the whole day. Um, they were just a good team with the photographers. And then we got a sneak peek video So last good. night. And yeah. it's so good. I think I've watched it 50 times. I think I've watched it like 20 times. I know. I, know. I literally cried the first time I saw it. So oh did Joe. <laughs> it was so sweet. It In was so sweet. all the wedding stuff, I've definitely cried more than Allie. Has. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> really? yeah. yeah. You would say you're the more emotional one? Oh, yeah. Uh, Not emo- more emotional, but I definitely have cried. Show more. it, maybe yeah. more? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm normally, like, I'm a crier, but I think in those moments I get, like, filled with this adrenaline that I don't cry. I don't know. I cried at the end of the night when my friends left the reception, and that was the first time mm-hmm. I had cried so 
But not like sad that they were leaving. Just like, I love you. Overwhelmed with happiness. Yeah. Like, thank you. Yeah. So in the little sneak peek wedding video, you guys wrote letters to each other. Mm-hmm. And they were so sweet. I love how you, you like compared your marriage and relationship to like all of the best people from TV history. Like yes. you compared it to CeCe and, and Schmidt, Schmidt mm-hmm. Nick and Jess. Yep. Uh, Pam and Jim. Um, who else did I have Monica in there? And Monica and Chandler. No, I don't think I said Monica and Chandler, but that's true. Oh, Andy um, and April. Andy and oh, April. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And Leslie and Ben, because yep. they all had weddings that weren't how they planned it to be, and that's what I had said, and I wrote that they're fictional, obviously, um, but we share one value, and that's that it's about the marriage and not about the wedding. So. And I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And I- I- I loved the shot. I've never seen it before. And I want to talk about this when we have um, graphic formation films on the podcast. Yeah. The shots of like the backs of your wedding party with you guys like in the middle. Oh my like gosh. that was really oh, cool. That was so cool. My yeah. wedding part, my girls could not get it together during that either. They were <laughs> laughing the whole, I think my sister Anna cried from laughing through the entire picture and video process. It was so good, though, because it was like you it were surrounded so with all the people you love. And yeah. the first thing I thought when I saw you pop up, I was like, dang, those eyelashes look good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Morgan. At MC Brown Lash. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Great day, though. Oh, so all around. it was the best day ever. It was, I mean, nothing. Zero pressure. Zero pressure. Nothing went wrong. Not, some, I mean, people have asked us what were the minor things that have happened. And there wasn't even any minor problems. Everything went so smooth. We ran out of white claw on the party bus at the very end. That was like the only thing. I mean, that's thing. a given. Right. I know. If that's the worst thing that happens right. on your wedding day, then that's we a good We got the right day. level of tipsy. We never stepped over that, although people might have thought I was drunk from my crazy dancing. Um, <laughs> but I was just excited. It was. We had a conga line. Ooh. I know. One Joe missed it. It was I, a yeah, short conga line. I don't know, where, I don't know where it was. I, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> but no, no, it was perfect. And I had this ridiculous smile the end the whole day where it forced me to have double chins, which isn't that hard, but the whole day, just like full smiling, amazing. I don't know. It was just perfect. So if you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. and this can kind of be applicable. Ac- I'm really bad at that word. Oh, you're good. Applicable to multiple COVID brides. You had two dresses Correct. for your weddings. Yes. So what was the thought process after your first wedding on getting the second wedding dress? I saw the second wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding dress found you. You didn't go looking for the dress, right? I had seen the wedding dress after I had bought my first wedding dress. And my sister said, I said how much I liked the second wedding dress. But this is when I was like, I'm not going to get a second one. And she could tell that I just wasn't, not like I wasn't in love with my first wedding dress, because I was, but it just wasn't, I don't know. I really wanted to feel like a bride, and I was worried that with everybody seeing the photos of my dress and me already wearing the dress, and Joe and I not having, like, the marriage to be, not like, not to not be excited for, but, like, to look forward to, because we've already been married, I really, really wanted to feel like a bride and, and it just adds another element of kind of surprise for right. the day and a little bit of difference to right. be able to associate both weddings and with i plan each. to sell both my dresses and i know i've talked about that on here before so it really wasn't a big deal to me because i'm gonna get money back um and plus my second dress was 
more than less less than half of what the first dress cost. So it ended wow. up being a really good deal and it was my favorite dress. It just was like that classic look that I really wanted. And it had pockets. And it had pockets. I mean. I don't think I put anything in them. Still. But still. The fact it was that nice to have. I had a handkerchief in them. But yeah. What advice would you say that you have for like any other COVID brides or COVID couples who are going through the same thing that you're going through, maybe haven't had their second day yet, or are just up in the air? I would say do do what you're comfortable with. I can't talk. Um, Because honestly, who knows how long we're going to be in this situation that we're in currently with COVID. Um, But don't knock a smaller wedding Um, It was definitely wonderful, and we would have been just fine with just that um, if we hadn't already had fully planned the second wedding. um, We would have been fine just doing a smaller ceremony, but I also really, really loved the big ceremony. You know what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah, I do. It was the best of both worlds, so maybe try that if you guys are looking to postpone, still maybe get married if that's what's going to bring you some happiness during this time. And then if in the future, if you have the the means to do it, and if you aren't looking to have babies next in the next year or two, <laughs> um, or even if you are uh, and want to wait till 2021, wait until 2021, but don't let outside people influence you too much because truly if people are comfortable, they'll come. And if they're not, they won't. And it's not on you to decide that for them. And you just have to be okay with people not coming if they're not comfortable. Because you would hope that they would do that for you as well. Right. Did yeah. that make sense? Yeah. No, okay. that, that makes total sense. I feel like one thing that I have really tried to do in the last year is really listen to my gut. Yeah. And I feel like if you're a COVID bride, like yeah. that's just what you have to do. You have to tune out all the other well, it's voices. Hard because... It's hard to get advice from people that have never been in your situation. Right. This is... No one's ever done this before. Right. You know, there's never been a... Since the Spanish flu, no. No. (laughs) Weddings were not the same caliber back then. No. So I definitely think do what's best for you. Don't focus solely on the wedding. Just know that the marriage is just... If it's not just as important, it's more important. So do what's right for your marriage and for your relationship. I think I would just add to ask for help. We had such a great support system and everybody that we asked questions to or asked for help or asked an opinion was so overwhelmingly helpful and just went out of their way for us. I couldn't believe how much people did for us on our wedding day. It It was was actually incredible. Yeah. And one other thing quick is to communicate with your partner because again nobody's ever done this before and one I mean Joe and I saw the wedding differently because I'm a photographer I'm a female he's a male you know like there's different things that we had envisioned for our day and not expressing just expressing our emotions without like the feelings behind why we're sad or mad or whatever would have created issues with our relationship but and did sometimes and we had to step back and be like 
well, why are you stressing out about this? And just kind of setting our expectations for each other. I love that. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay, we're going to do one more quick word from another sponsor we have. Okay. And then we're going to come back and play a little bit of a newlywed game. Ooh, cool. Head Table Talk is sponsored by No Clue How to Podcast, a new podcast where two cousins, Megan and Whitney, are experiencing a pandemic and wanting to laugh again. Laugh along as they talk bad 90s fashion, embarrassing stories, uterus cakes, and more. Follow them on Instagram at No Clue How to Podcast and listen wherever you find incredible podcasts. Okay, we're going to see how well you newlyweds of six months. Yeah, six months and what? I'm saying from the second wedding. Four days? Three days? Three days. Three days. We'll see how well you guys know each other. So what we're going to do is, you guys, I'm going to ask a question. You guys are going to write down the answers. You only get like five seconds because it's a podcast. No one can really watch you. So we got to keep this moving. And then you'll show each other and say if the other person is right or wrong. Okay. Should we just read it aloud? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who is your partner's celebrity crush? <laughs> I, need, I need more than five seconds. Hold on. Ellie's thinking. She's Wait. putting her finger in the air. Am I just writing hers? Or do we write... You're going to write the, your partners, and then we'll show each other, and then you say and Then we'll the go right back, answer. and then you say what I have. Correct. Uh, okay. okay. Who is your celebrity crush? Uh, Chris Hemsworth. I did. I was thinking about it, but I did put Adam your Driver? joking Adam Driver. That's not a joking. <laughs> I do I love mean, Adam Driver. Girl can't blame me there. Yeah, okay, no. Joe. Who is your celebrity crush? I don't have a, a huge one. I would say Blake Lively, probably. Blake Lively. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Ding, ding, ding. A point for me. Okay, next one. This one's going to be easy, hopefully. Who said, I love you first? Okay, Allie, who do you think said it first? I did. In all caps, Allie. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay. Joe did say it once when I brought him a sandwich. Oh. <laughs> It, like, oh my gosh, I love you. And then looked at me with very wide eyes, and we, I both said, we can forget about it. Was that before you said. had told me? Or I think so. <laughs> the same thing happened to Josh and I. Really? Yeah, we were at like a friend's bonfire, and we were like playing around, and he was like, oh my gosh, I love you. And then he got quiet for the rest of the night, and I like sat him down afterwards. I was like, okay, let's talk about this. I know you didn't really mean it. Right. We'll wait to actually say it. Okay. So for this one, I'm going to ask you a question about one of you specifically, and you're each just going to write down your own answer of what you think is correct. Okay. It'll make sense when I ask it. What Disney character is Allie most like? <laughs> okay. Allie, what do you think the correct answer is? I put Belle. Oh. I didn't... I was could only think of blondes. I put Jasmine because she's dark haired. I thought about Rapunzel as well because I really like Tangled. But I thought of Rapunzel too just because of the she's dorky and yes quirky. Yeah, I mean you don't have a lizard for a pet though. <laughs> that is true, and I do have a cat. Penny is so. a, a lizard. Yeah, okay, same question, but for Joe, what Disney character is Joe most like? Scribble, scribble, scribble. <laughs> Allie is going very furiously. Sounds like she knows exactly who. Joe is struggling a little bit here. What'd you put? What, what you do you think? You go first. 
I actually don't even know if this is his name. Is Flint Rider? Is that his? Oh, Flynn Rider. Flynn, Flynn Rider. I put the beast. What? Nice. Joe has a temper, but if you <laughs> love him right, he'll treat you nice. That's <laughs> Just a good kidding. One. Yeah. That's good. But yeah. The beast, the beast before or after he turns back into a prince? Uh, before. Both. All of it. All of it. Yeah, Are you Harry? No. <laughs> no, not really. Okay. This one's kind of a quirky one. How does your partner like their eggs c- cooked? Oh. I actually don't know what they're... Just do what we say it is. Yes. <laughs> do you have like your own little fun name for yeah, how do you cook eggs? I do. Okay, Allie, how do you like your eggs cooked? I like dip eggs. Dip eggs is what I wrote. But they're over easy. Okay. So they're like kind of runny in the middle? Yeah, so you can dip your toast in them. So they're dip eggs. And and Joe, what's your... I wrote dip eggs, but I make scrambled or dip eggs. I said scrambled or fried. Yeah. What's the difference between like fried and over easy? Oh, fried doesn't have the soft middle. Okay. It's all the way It's just more done. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like... It's just like where the yolk is Over hard. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That always confused me. I like just recently got into like runny eggs. I love a dip egg. I never had one until I met Allie. And it I used to freak me out, like the runniness mm-hmm. of it yep. in the middle. But, but now it's good on toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like an egg sandwich, oh, like yeah. crunches. Yum. Okay, last one. If your partner had to eat one food for the rest of their life, what would it be? I think I know him. Oh, man. Okay, Joe, what's the one food you would eat for the rest of your life? Wings. I wrote down wings. Damn, <laughs> you guys. I'm the same way. Buffalo sauce, extra wet, no um, ranch or blue cheese needed, what? or celery, or carrots. Okay, do you like boneless wings or bone-in bone wings? Bone-in wings, okay. if they're good. And do you like the little drumettes or the like flat pieces? He likes the flats. Flat ones. Where She's got the whole thing down. The what do you mean by down. extra wet? Um, Like extra saucy. Okay. Some places just are... They go for like the crispy, and I'm not all about the crispy. I like them to be real saucy. Saucy. Yeah. <laughs> saucy. Saucy. Okay, Allie, what's your favorite food that you had to eat for the rest of your life? Pasta. That was an easy guess, but I didn't know what kind of Did pasta. you say mashed potatoes? I did put mashed potatoes. That would be my second one. I mean, it's up there. I always say potatoes are like the most versatile food. I know. You can mash them. You can fry them. You can I know. do a bunch of stuff with them. Twice okay. baked. I'm going to add one more in here. Okay. Cool. Just on a whim. Who is more likely to change their allegiance to their football team? Neither. I don't yeah, it, neither. Wouldn't, no way. it wouldn't happen. It would never. It's uh, nope. There's no way. I was gonna say it's more likely for her, but she would never. Never. So background: If you haven't listened to any other podcast, Allie is a big Bears fan, and Joe's a big Packers fan. Barf. Wow, yes. strong words coming out uh. of the Hopkins tonight. Okay. So as we do every week, we're going to end with our weekly toast. Joe, we're going to have you go first. Ooh, nice. Okay. Well, I would just like to toast to the both of you, Allie and Meredith, for stepping out of your comfort zone and just starting the podcast. I'm really just so proud of both of you. And I love you both. You're going to make me cry. I wasn't going to toast to Joe because I thought that was too cheesy. I really want to toast to the new chandelier that we're getting in this dining room because I'm very excited about that. But I'll toast to Joe this week. Um, Joe, I love you. Um, this past year and a half of planning a wedding and replanning a wedding and everything was crazy. And I'm sure I wasn't always the most enjoyable human during that time. But you've been so supportive through everything, especially 
because right now is like the craziest busy time for me and I decided to start a podcast during that crazy (laughs) busy time on top of everything and you've been nothing but supportive so I love you dearly and can't wait to have all your babies I'm literally (laughs) teary-eyed so I'm gonna do two mini toasts oh wait I also have to toast to Mare because she surprised me on my wedding day. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, we, I sped home from the wedding I was photographing in Minnesota, didn't get pulled over, thankfully. Yes. And I had two friends who were at the wedding who I was texting all day, like, what's the schedule? How's it going? When are the dances starting? How's it going? Is everyone still dancing? And like, I called them when I got there. And they took a video of me surprising Allie. Yeah, I'll so have, have to, to post, post it. it. It was incredible. I, I was, was so, so excited. I wasn't going to miss it. I love Absolutely ya. Absolutely not. I love you. All right. So many toasts to the Mr. and Mrs. Popkin. I love you both. And I'm so happy I met you within the last year. Me too. And I love being your third wheel, which I feel like right <laughs> yes. now. Yes. It's fun. Um, and then I'm also going to toast to Cranberry Red Bull, which is keeping me alive on my late night drives Cheers, to Minnesota Brad. and back. So We appreciate you. Thanks for interviewing us today. You did so well. Cheers. Love you guys. Yay. So please rate, review, subscribe please. to Head Table Talk. Do it. The people who have reviewed so far, I read them the other day and literally almost cried because they're so thoughtful and sweet. So those really help us out to get the word out that we're doing this podcast and everything. So please rate, review, subscribe, all the fun stuff. But we will see you next week at the head table. Thanks. Goodbye. Love you. You ready? I'm just following along. I don't I think I'm ready. <laughs>